Hello, and welcome to a Pair of Dice Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan, my pronouns are he, him, and I will be playing the overlord, Alistair Upperton. Hello, my name is Julia, and my pronouns are she, her. I will be playing Eve Sturgeon, the ogre class. Hello, my name is Sean, pronouns are he, him. I'm going to be playing Plank, the mascot. My name is Jane, my pronouns are they, them, and I will be playing Kit Bootstrap, the or the orc. Hi there, my name is Jonathan, my pronouns are they, them, and I will be playing the Outlander, Johann Falk. And this is Fellowship, Fall of the House of Upperton. We realized in going through the recording that we forgot to record Eve creating a bond with the ticket-taking robot. This was done after the robot was ejected from the train, as her playbook, The Ogre, has an option to forge bonds with those who have defeated you or were defeated by you. I just wanted to put that in there since the episode does start off with her forging the bond and we actually don't make mention of this. On this episode, the Fellowship continues through the Upperton brand train, Eve makes some friends, Plink reveals their magical nature, Kit gets some bootstrapping, and Johan goes on a rampage. This is episode 2, Satisfactron. Cool. So, Ed 209, the ticket taker, is now... Like, obsessed with hunting down Eve. Okay, so what do you want to call that 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 security bot? Do you want to give him, like, a, a rival name? Conductotron. He's got to no. have a serial number or something. No. I w- we, can, we can think of that later. He's not going to show up for the rest of the session. Post-credit stinger. <laughs> <laughs> Ticket taker, like, or ticket punch just breaks through some rubble. Clack, clack. (laughs) (laughs) Tickets, please. T1CK3T. Yeah. I was actually thinking of an Indiana Jones pun. Okay. Because I was thinking, like, I was thinking, like, it keeps going back to Rendieri Jones, which is not good. But it's also, I've got Bot Boy written down in my notes. Mm -hmm. See, I was gonna call him Ed Ticket 09. <laughs> okay, that's good. I'll take it. Okay. Ed Ticket 09. Just because I did the, I, I did the. You, yeah. you yeah. have ten seconds to comply. I, 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 I give a little. Got it. So okay, so you guys are in the cargo hold, are uh, in the caboose, I'm going forward to, to the next. Uh, We're following Johan. <laughs> Who's on a revenge quest for his lost mustache? Johan, Johan, Paul, Johan also uh, does not have a uh, is is coming is coming into the next uh, room with a piece of the train. I don't know where did the other piece of the train go? Is it behind you? Well, you ripped part of it off. His mustache? No, the train. I only took, no, I only took the banister off the back. That's part of it. That doesn't count. Look, I needed it more than the train did. I can put it back if you want. I don't think you can. Uh, well, I can just get sense. Apparently, <laughs> this is a big faux pas. God forbid I make a scene on the train. Oh, I actually probably should have considered that. Um, speaking of making a scene, ah, there we go. Uh, since I kind of revealed myself by using magic, is that something I need to worry about now? That's a good thing to find out a little bit later there. Okay, cool. Um, I think while Johan is going through the train on revenge, his revenge quest, Kit is unfortunately weaponless, and this is quite a problem. Mm-hmm. So... I'm going to make another poor decision, and Kit is going to spend the next minute cobbling together an orcish weapon using the Fire of Industry ability, which says, as long as I have a minute's time and destroy something in the process, I can craft an orc-made weapon of my own design. Orc-made weapons are clumsy in any hands but an orcs, and they are ugly to all but orcs, and the weapon is melee. Okay. 
Um, so Kit is going to spend a minute tearing apart boxes, probably gnawing on things occasionally, just being horrible and small. Uh, <laughs> uh, most of these boxes are filled with uh, the aforementioned uh, Alistair Upperton uh, bobbleheads. So what I'm thinking is a big piece of wood and then taking the bobbleheads and stretching out the spring and wrapping it around. So it's like a nail bat, but of bobbleheads. Okay. The very end has his large large cock top hat on the end. Oh no, there's like 12. They're all just wrapped around and just sproinging everywhere. Fantastic. And uh, Kit is going to be making this, this Upperton nail bat while the next minute of chaos is happening as... Uh, Johan avenges his mustache. Speaking of which, Nick Foley speaking is very of which, <laughs> Johan walks into a crowded car passenger. with a lot with a passenger car with a lot of people in here, like a lot, a lot of people. What do you do when you enter? Because you have your creeps mess around. I do, ladies and gentlemen. I advise you to stay calm. This is a robbery. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) We don't want your valuables. We want the train. If you stay calm, you may get off at the next stop. And then Johan is going to attempt to walk through the car unimpeded. (laughs) Um, I'm gonna say that that is a speak softly roll. Okay. Which is, ironically, wisdom. That makes sense. Because Johan currently looks uh, a little bit haggard, a little bit crazy, and is missing half a mustache. I am going to use... So I rolled two fives and a two, which would make my roll a seven... Um, I still get my plus one for Yeah, you still get your plus one. So that would make it an eight. Um, So I'm going to use my ability, Fool Me Once. I know how things should go, even if it isn't how they actually end up. After any roll I make, I can re-roll one of the dice used in the roll, and I must keep the new result. So I'm going to re-roll this two, because there's a one in six chance it's going to get worse. So there it is. Boom. (laughs) So even then, I'm still at a seven, which is still a success. Right. now, what does Speak Softly do for me? Uh, so Speak Softly on a on a 7 to a 9, you get to ask uh, two questions from the list. Um, do, 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 um, but I feel like what that you're really doing is... Oh, God. I know that there's a role for this, and I'm trying to figure out exactly what it is. It's, uh, there's, is it Talk Sense? Yes, that's what it is. Yeah, because I have an ability that lets me negate that and cause damage. Okay, try that on me. I'm sorry, I messed that up. It's actually it should have actually been talk sense, which is uh, which you can roll with grace. Just trying to placate me. Uh, I'm definitely gonna roll that with sense. Then should I re-roll? Let's let's go with that. Yeah, I messed that one up. No worries. Eve knows what she's being condescended right. to. Does not appreciate. Uh, that is going to be a nine. Okay. Probably like dragon, smart like wagon. Still smart enough to know when you're talking down to me. I'm still going to use my ability, uh, because I rolled a two, and same deal. There we go. That is going to be a 12. Wow. Okay. Let's see. So, uh, on a 7 plus, they do as you ask to the best of their ability. On a 9 minus, which you did not get, uh, you owe them a favor. The more you ask of them, the more they'll ask of you. Basically, uh... Basically, they do what you ask. Okay. Um, and they're not going to, like, you have come in, you have made your demands very clear. Um, and they're reasonable. And they're reasonable. They're people with meat on them. And you have a giant fucking sword. They just wanted to get through, they just wanted to go from long stop to long haul. I don't know <laughs> where the next train stop is yet. We're still making this up. Deep Gulch. Deep Gulch. Deep. That's right. a very western-sounding... Uh, Long Shadow. <laughs> <laughs> the 
crowd of people parts before you. A, uh, I imagine a hushed silence falls over the car. There is a very hushed silence. And Johan is going to very calmly, in his most dignified posture, walk to the front of the car, open the door, and step through. Who is following immediately behind Johan that isn't Kit? Because I know the Kit is in the back being a goblin. Bang, 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 bang. Um, Eve is going to walk in with uh, just kind of like cradling uh, Ethel in, in, her, in her slime arms. As Ethel is, like, knitting just calmly. And she's just going to very gently set the grandma down next to this, uh, next to a, a family. And just be like, you don't mind watching my grandma for me for a little while. I gotta go help my friend. Y'all be, you, y'all seem real nice. Now, Ethel, make sure you share them cookies now, okay? Because these seem like some real nice people. Y'all have been great. Thank you so much. If you see a little tiny gremlin run through here, just let her, just let them grow, go. Just let them go. Trust me, it's going to be a lot easier for everybody that way. Now, come on, Tiger, let's go! And I'm going to scoop up Blink and go running after you on. <laughs> come on, rascal! Let's go, rascal! <laughs> oh, if only we weren't in the middle of a train full of a bunch of people and I'm trying to maintain somewhat of a, of a cover. Uh, so... They're going to let you and Plink go uh, because that uh, you went went through uh, because you guys went through first, like immediately behind Johan. There's about a minute, and they're like, "Wait, wait, what did she mean by a, a little goblin?" What? Was I see a little gremlin come through here. What did what she mean by a gremlin? That's so weird. And then I assume the kit just kind of like bursts in. Oh, what just absolutely like? just bursts through the door. Wild-eyed in a flurry of bobblehead nail bat, jump cannon in the other hand, just eh! Ethel's just I I love the idea of Ethel being like, all right now, Kit, here's a cookie for you. Go have some fun now. Kit's gonna jump up like a dog and <laughs> grab it in their mouth and just yum <laughs> and scurry through. This, I can only imagine, very distressed crowd of people as <laughs> as a man with half a mustache, a slime girl with an armadillo, carrying a grandma, and then a tiny orc and a poncho and sheriff hat. <laughs> These people have been traumatized. They're having a day. They are most certainly having a day. Um... After grabbing the cookie with their mouth like the horrible little animal they are, uh, they will try to scurry through the train car, just assuming that no one is going to impede them. I'm thinking on if someone should impede you. You know what? Honestly, with how... I really don't think that anyone would with how good of a uh, talk sense role that uh, Johan got earlier. It is just... If that had been like, if it had been like a nine minus, I probably would have put someone in your way. Mm-hmm. But like, everyone was very clear that you were coming in later, so you all proceed to the next. Train. <laughs> and Ethel's just making friends. <laughs> like that's my favorite part of this. The next train car is uh, pretty much empty, except for. A uh, model horseless carriage that's that's in here that 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 is like tied down. There's like a like a model T here that is like tied down and is like the fan the fancy thing that is kind of like being transported. Well, paint this mess. How'd this work? Just he's just gonna start like poking it and like leaving like jello. Okay, give me a second. Oh, the undercoating. That true coat. <laughs> <laughs> that true coat there. So as soon as that you touch the uh, the paint and get and get your slimy fingers on there, you can see the hood of the Model T essentially raises up, and a Gatling gun has popped out and starts swiveling towards you. Oh, you're a territorial little buddy, aren't you? 
Let's how go. Do you, how do you guys want to deal with this? I will let you all know that there is also a way to just run from combat, um, and, which is uh, get away. Which I can just take you guys with. Now, I imagine Johan has walked straight past this thing because it didn't initially look hostile. Um, Correct. And was trying to get to the other end of the car. So Johan is not... It is not, specifically a hidden turret. Johan is not in a good position to do much about this. Um, so if somebody else wants to step up here... <laughs> believe it is time for Plink to muster up all the courage and ability that he was born with and run away. All right. Sounds like a uh, getaway roll. Yeah. What do you want to do? Are there windows on the side of this? Uh, no. On this one, there are not. Okay. You want to break a wall? Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. So I want to work together with Kit to have them destroy the wall on the side of this bit of this carriage so I can take this thing and yeet it out. Two counterpoints to that. Yeah. One, we want this train. Yeah. So if we smash it up, it's going to be... It's just one wall. That's Fair. not how trains work. Two, we could have this car. If you need it out of the train, we can't have it no more. It's trying okay. to kill us somehow. Well, it also hasn't actually attacked anyone, so I can't do much about that. However... I'm very curious as to how Steam has formed an allegiance... <laughs> Listen, he's got all the magic and all the money. Oh, okay, fair enough. However, so I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that Eve has no idea what this thing is, Mm -hmm. and is just going to treat it the same way that Steve Irwin would a hostile creature. (laughs) So so you're going to, am I hearing that you're going to try and talk sense to the gun? No. No. Okay. I'll, I'll run away. Because we have angered something in its own territory. Okay, so you're going to get away then. Yes, and I'm going to grab Kit and grab, take them with me. Yeah. <laughs> Some okay. mechanical popped out. I'm, no, no. So, the people who are not being grabbed and running away, that is a grace roll. Okay. To get away. Oh, so I have to roll grace? Yes, roll with grace. a lot of uh-ohs going on here. Actually. Actually. <laughs> um, actually. Um, actually. But that's a different thing. No, that's worse. Okay. <laughs> Wait, you didn't take that, that doubles ability? No. Oh, no! I also, thought you had the doubles ability, where you could just treat that as a 12. Also, uh, that wasn't a double in the first place. It was a 6 and a 2, and I rolled a 6 and a 1 now. Oh, these are these are different symbols. You need to stop re-rolling oh, twos. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's a seven. Oh wait, but isn't Grace you're not a great one? You bet. Your hip don't work as great. My hip's no good. So Johan gets caught completely by surprise. Uh, he was calmly murder walking to the front of the train, and uh, <laughs> now there is a very angry Model T uh, who's really pissed about this German dude in a fancy hat. That's a sentence. Can I use protect the little ones? Because so first off, what did you roll? I rolled a two. <sighs> what did Kit roll? Uh, Kit shouldn't have rolled anything because I was carrying. Oh them. right. Yeah, I, I got. And what did Blink roll? Um, I got double fives plus my one to Grace is eleven. Okay, so here's where this gets fun. So with getaway, when you roll a uh, ten plus, you get to choose two of these. Okay. You get there quickly, avoiding harm along the way. You get there quietly, drawing no attention. You grab someone nearby and bring them al- bring them along with you. Do I have enough physical presence to... You're magical, too. I am magical, too. I don't know. Does Tinkerbell have the mass to be able to toss around a fucking pirate like a ragdoll? That is true. Magic, bitch. You can also just, like, ball up and just, like, <laughs> roll someone away. You know, on the murder walking. <laughs> and all of a sudden, two plank just knocks into Eve, and they all go flying through the next door. No, I like that. Um, there's going to be another little, like, flash of light coming off the armadillo, and... Uh, 
Eve and Kit are kind of enveloped in like a kind of spectral, like rolly, like uh, hamster, ball? hamster ball. Thank you. <laughs> okay, and it it we just we just roll roll out of there. We just roll like, out of there like, into the next into Johan, who's a part of us. <gasps> the gang takes the train. <laughs> no, I, I'm okay. Uh, I'm okay failing this roll. Um, okay. What I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to eat a couple of bullets with my armor, as I am wearing strange armor. Uh, okay. And I'll just use my armor to get through this and run through the, uh, get through the other end of the car, um, slam the door behind me and pant as bullets have very clearly dented into the armor. We're hoping it shoots bullets. <laughs> I'm hoping it shoots bullets. <laughs> it does, in fact, shoot bullets. Okay. All right. So, Johan is now smoldering, um, and half a mustache, looking very disheveled in his dented armor. Um, and you guys are now in the final train car. Uh, the windows in here, it's a little bit more uh, opulent. Uh, this is like the first class uh, train car. and the, But the windows here have been blacked out, not through paints or like uh, things. You guys have entered the tunnel. Right oh, now, no. so you guys, uh, so getting on top of the train car is not currently a uh, option. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is another passenger car. Who came in first? Because this one is also pretty full of people. I have, if it's not me with them, then it would have to be Johan. Yeah, I think it would have to be Johan. Bolt. Johan is the one that came in last, though, because they slammed the door behind him. That is true. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think it would be. Uh, uh, no, I think it would be Plink. Yep. Because Plink was first out the door, grabbed y'all, and ran out with you. Mm. Don't mind me, folks. Just your average talking magic armadillo. Nothing to worry about. Don't worry. I'm sure that there will be uh, something for you to worry about. Just give me a second. Yeah. I, I have... I know... I'm trying to remember the exact stats of this guy. Oh, no! Oh, he's a he's a fun one. He's, he's like my favorite. Up stats, please feel free to purchase something from Upperton Industries. Upperton Industries, you don't have another choice. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our little town. Why don't you settle down? You just fill out the paperwork and you can look around where happy as can be inside the valley cannery. We live to pack the cans of meat, not to question where it's found. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Buy Phoenix Guard brand mustache wax. <laughs> mustache. Mustache wax. <laughs> you come in. Do you actually say anything? So the, so the armadillo rolls in. And then everyone else rolls in. Alright, so the, you said that this place is opulent. Uh, like, how immediately noticeable is it that this place is occupied? Assuming that it is. Oh, very very immediately noticeable. There are people everywhere. Okay. A few yeah. of them have, uh, they're, they're in uh, more fancy clothing. A few of them appear to have uh, robotic butlers that are serving mimosas on a dish. Um, um, I think a mimosa? I think Plink is going to look back uh, and be like a little like exuberant and overjoyed that uh, some more practical ability to use magic uh, is kind of Come back in the moment of need. Uh, it's, you know, he's, he's been living in critters that hasn't had access to that stuff like he's used to. He's going to look back and be like, oh, okay, you guys are all right. Wow, that was really close. Are you, are you, Johan, you're all right? Um, everybody, <sighs> what a, was that? As, as that you're talking, a large, uh, a like well-built, like older gentleman comes walking over and crouches down near you like, shit, there's a talking armadillo. Oops. Uh, Kit is going to dive in front of Plake and go, you're drunk on mimosas! Ain't no thing as no talking armadillo! Uh, squeak. Ladies, please! (laughs) Hey there. How are you doing? Welcome to Upperton Industries. First class. Would you say that this person is thoroughly distracted? They're... They seem more aware of everyone who's come in. It's not the most stealthy entrance I've ever seen on this. It's definitely <laughs> not the most stealthy entrance. Eve is just gonna, like, slide, 
like hand like pick up the armadillo and just like Hey, what are you doing with that talking armadillo? Uh Miss Sloger? Now excuse me. This ain't no talking armadillo. Shake his head, man. I most certainly uh, look even the talking armadillo even understands what I'm saying. Now here's my question, how many how much have you had to drink today, sir? Uh nothing. Really? Because you could have fooled me. Well, I'm the conductor here. Well, that sounds like a personal problem. Or the conductor? Yes, sir, I am the conductor. But you shouldn't be drinking mimosas. Are you saying you're responsible for the robots on this train? Clink down into the... That would certainly be Upperton Industries that's responsible for, for the robots on this train. Why? Have they been giving you all trouble? Johan is going to fume and gesture to his half-mustache. Your ticket-taker took my mustache! Yes, well, I don't think that that's what I... Well, that's why you needed to go to the to, to the barber bot 9000, not to the ticket-taker for, for a shave. Are you... <laughs> you good? <laughs> You good? Nope. I think I just broke. (laughs) 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 Oh, here's the corpsing. (laughs) What makes it (laughs) impossible? Listen here, you. I wouldn't trust one of your walking armored cans to touch my mustache in a thousand years! I demand satisfaction! (laughs) He looks... taken aback. And then he looks you up and down and goes, I'm going to take a wild guess here and say you're not exactly from around here, so I'll let you know this. Satisfactron is not up and running from Upper <laughs> It's still in beta. <laughs> oh my fuck. Yo. We, we, we blew our load with the, the security bot. We need to get this guy on our team. <laughs> <laughs> You are destroying this audio. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're crying. <laughs> Can you not handle satisfaction? It's the beta edition. Are you saying that I can push him and I can touch him until I get my satisfaction? <laughs> Businessman. Yeah, so Servedron 5000 is still in beta testing. You slimy Upperton stooge, I demand you take personal responsibility for what happens under your care. Did, did you try to treat it like a Servedron? We do not recommend that with the ticket takers. Johan is going to lose his cool. <laughs> okay. Um, he's not going to attack him with a sword. He's not that pissed off. So, let me think how he does this, because he is still holding his sword. Johan is going to use his frail old man arms and attempt to, like, wrestle this guy into a headlock. Um, he is going to attempt um, to be sort of finesse about it. Um, you know, he's going he's gonna to try to use his well-practiced martial arts to do this. Um, but he's also, like, 70. And, uh, kind of an old dude. And, um, I don't think that, uh, he is going to be super great at this, but I imagine I'm going to be trying to overtake him with blood. Okay. 
You're gonna just try and uh, get this guy wrestle, just, just wrestle him down. Just, just get him in a headlock so I can yell at him more. Okay, that sounds like a that sounds like a blood roll to me. Okay, okay, I'm fine with this. Um, we can give our party members advantage if we assist, correct? Yes. Um, I have another dumb idea. Oh, great! This is perfect. Um. As Kit sees Johan go in for the headlock, because I, I I imagine Kit has a good idea of what the start of a good wrestle looks like. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna take their Upperton bobblehead nail bat and just try to wheel him in the shins. Okay. Just as a good distraction. So so I'm totally down for that for you to basically give uh, Johan advantage to finish this guy finish him off. As it, Johan just kind of yells down at him about being an Upperton stooge. However, I will let you know that because there are so many people in here, there is a chance that you're going to hit innocent civilians. Oh, wait, no. I have a better idea. Okay. <laughs> um, Kim will kick him into shins. Okay. With their little goblin boots. Okay. That sounds good. Uh, that sounds like... Let's see what the kit's role is first, so that we can see if you have advantage to finish them. That sounds like a blood roll to me. Um, and you should that have... That is going to be a 10. You should also have hope, uh, because I believed in you. Oh, that's right. You did believe in me. Oh, no. That is going to be a 14 to kick him <laughs> in the shins. <laughs> so, Kit has little cowboy boots that I imagine they have, like, little steel caps on them. So it hurts real bad when you get kicked in the shin. It's a real dick move. <laughs> it is a... It is straight up a dick move. <laughs> he goes down onto his knees and he just goes, "Oh no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna need to go to Medi- Metatron for this." Uh, Stop talking about your accursed robots. Uh, that is going to be just barely with a seven. Actually, uh, no, that's a six. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, that is going to be a ten. And then you're trying to finish him with six. Or talk sense to him. Uh, no, blood. no, no. I'm I'm trying to strangle him. Johan is out Johan has lost his cool. Um, okay. Um, so on a ten plus, you destroy them. Tell me what this means. So so. Someone's <laughs> gonna do something. I want to hear what Johan's doing first. So when when uh, the dude mentions um, satisfactron. Johan is just going to take a deep breath, sheath his sword, and offer his hand for a shake. And I assume that this man is going to shake my hand, and Johan is going to shake it firmly and smile, and then pull his arm down, wrap his other arm around his neck, and begin headlocking him. At this point, Kit goes, ooh, there's a tussle, and runs up and starts kicking him in the shins. (laughs) Johan begins... Shrieking. <laughs> he is very upset. I'm not going to do it because I don't want our dear listeners to have to deal with me making horrible sounds. Um, <laughs> That's my job. <laughs> That's my job. <laughs> but uh, Johan is basically going to throttle this man until he stops talking about robots. Um, so I imagine at some point uh, Johan wrestles him to the ground, is just sitting on top of him with both hands around his neck, just Shut up about your accursed robots, you damn stooge! Eve is going to reach in and pick them both up and separate them, okay? And just be like, nah, I think we should all sit down with some strawberry ice cream and talk about it. This guy is passed out. Okay. By time, by time that you get there and can get Johan off of him, this guy has uh, been effectively finished. Right. He is passed out. Eve is going to gently scoop like, gently move Johan. Be like, it's alright now, darling. He can't talk. He can't fight back no more. He can't talk. It's okay. It's cool. It's alright. It's fine. Everything's fine. I'll just scoop this guy up and cradle him in my arms like a baby. Alright, now what's the next plan? Everybody else here is freaking out. Everyone just stay calm now. Everything is just fine. They are freaking out. <laughs> the exit is back this way. Wait. They begin running. Wait. Johan. You just killed the conductor. No. It's my train now! Yes! Give me a high five! Yes! Yes, 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 y
That's just not. I think I think we could make a friend out of this one. I'm going to start walking. <laughs> Do you go towards the uh, the the actual engine car? I agree with Kit. This is our train now. Bootstrap train. The bootstrap. Yeah, bootstrap train. I'm not arguing at all on that, but I would like to have somebody who knows how to drive it actually on board. I'm going to go have a reasoned discussion with the engineer of this train. That sounds quite lovely. I'm going to come with you, just in case. I'll come with you just in case I got kicked up again. I'm going to take the conductor, and I'm going to very calmly place them on a bench and, like, put a blanket over them and just leave, like, one of Ethel's cookies and a glass of water next to him. You're going to have a real bad headache when you wake up, darling. I hope this helps. Now, can I call your mom? Don't go killing nobody now. I'll remember to name that NPC for next time that you try to interact with him so that you can maybe try to forge a bond when he's awake. Yes. You go to the engineer's car. Uh, and in the meantime, I'm also grabbing Plank. And <laughs> oh, I think, I think um, you had... Oh, yeah, you were, you're like yeah, you stuck were. in my gelatinous shoulder. I let yeah. you out so you, you yeah. can, like, go do whatever the fuck you want. You had want. secured the armadillo. Yeah. <laughs> I think Kit's gonna be, like, scurrying in front of Johan, shaking the horrible Upperton nail bat, just be like, yeah, train! <laughs> Hot thing a rambunctious bad. Oh. Uh, did, did I do this wrong? Print your justice! Well, I don't know how we could have done it right! So I'm not sure that there's a wrong man either! Think what what was the right way to do this? I don't know. This just doesn't seem like it. Okay. Well, I don't I don't know either. So let's just see what's happening. I think Johan really needs a nap and a drink. Probably in the opposite order. Johan is just calmly stalking forward, shooting evil eyes at anyone who dares get in his way. So. <laughs> I imagine walk, Kit is running on all fours, holding the nail bed in their mouth. <laughs> 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 the people here, uh, seeing you all freak out and kind of like, like the people who are like shoveling coal and everything into into the first are just like, oh no, shit, just Everyone. get on, get on out of there. And the engineer, who is this skinny little uh, little lady uh, with like coke bottle glasses. Uh, turns to you all in uh, in her swivel chair, Upperton branded swivel chair. We gonna rebrand that. And lo- and looks to who is the first person in line? Here? It's Johan. Okay, <laughs> looks to Johan. I imagine that Kit is like has been running behind Johan on all fours <laughs> with the bat in their mouth and like just stuck, <laughs> just snarling, snarling. Just, and then just like gets straight, like just grabs the bat out of their mouth and straight into goblin fight mode just, to like just be leaning behind Johan, just yes. like peering out, just like shaking the bat, all the little Upperton bobbleheads clanking against each other, just <laughs> to counteract this, Johan is the pinnacle of peace right now. <laughs> he has gotten his anxiety or his aggression out, and he is calm, collected, pissed. So, well, hey there, are you the people who've been, ru- uh, been rustling all my horses up in, up in this train car? That's what my robo-drone's been telling me. Yes. You know, you can't leave a, leave a jelly bear to water. Well, I'm sorry, what? What? You- yeah, they just, don't ta- they just don't take the water. So, why are you rustling up all of my jammies on this here train? You stole my dowsing rod! Ma'am, that's a pipe! The dowsing rod! It's a, it, that is most certainly a pipe. It even has the Epperson brand on it. It doesn't. It doesn't. It, it, she's just lying to you. Lying to mouth. How much do you enjoy your job on this train? Oh, quite a lot. I love trains. Choo-choo! Would you like... To work for someone other than Upperton. I don't know how much you're paying. He's got a pretty good dental plan, and she like smiles, and it's like all gold teeth. <laughs> I'm just gonna walk in very calmly, like rising as tall as my slime body will allow, and place a hand on Johan's shoulder and just be like, Ma'am, we gonna pay you in freedom and food and whatever we can steal from Upperton. How do you feel? 
Sounds like a talk sense roll to me. Oh, that's a really bad person to do this with. All right, so it's, I'm rolling for sense, right? Yeah. Uh, wait, let me let me just double check and look it up. When you detail your plan and their place in it, you roll plus sense. When you appeal to their emotions or their desires, you roll plus wisdom. When you impress, dazzle, or trick them, you roll plus grace. This sounds like appealing to their desires, so I think it would be wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. That's an 11. Holy shit. Hell yeah. Ma'am, how about you work for however much we can steal from Mr. Upperton, including this train? We could take it this easy. How much do you think we can take from the rest of his stories? Looks like this track hits all of his major locations along the way. She thinks about it for a moment, and then smiles wide as that it, like, gleams off the golden teeth like the sun hitting it. She's like, well, that sounds like a great idea to, to you, uh, that, that sounds like a great idea. We can, uh, I know, I, I know, I know this track like the back of my hand. We can, uh, hit, hit all the stops. Fantastic. Would you like a cookie? No. Oh, right, more for me. And you just see the, like, the cookie go in and, like, just go down the esophagus, but you can see everything. And then it just goes into one of her three stomachs. <laughs> you okay, Chef? But why, though? <laughs> She's a big girl. Slivers gotta eat. Now, Johan, Kit, Plink, I believe we got some passengers to drop off at the next station. Yes. Yeah. I believe that that is exactly what we should do next. Fantastic. I'm gonna go check in on Ethel. If y'all need me, I'll be further in the back. By the way, leave Mr. Conductor alone. I have a plan on that one. I'm calm. I'm, I'm calm. I got my kicks in. Uh, I'm good. Watch out for the metal thing that jumped out at us. Oh, he's just a teddy bear. I bet if I could wrestle him back into submission, he was gonna be good friends. It's a gun. Oh, is it? Oh, no. Car gun. I want the gun car. Well, kid, no one's going I can to learn to drive. Well, I'm sure you I can. need boots. Yes, Because pedals are big. Cars are big. Well, I'm Bigger sure than me. Sc- I'm sure you can scrap one together out of both heads. Yes! Oh, <laughs> uh, we have a lot of work to do. <laughs> all right. Well. So, you all pull into the next station. Things are unloaded. The engineer and uh, conductor kind of talk to each other, and kind of go, okay, I guess this is what we're doing now. And then get everyone off as unsuspiciously as they can. But before that things can be loaded on, they just take off. (laughs) Alright. As we take off, uh, Kit is going to lean out the window and give their best Train justice! Uh, since you're the one who's leaning out the window, uh, can you get, can you, uh, give me a look closely roll, which is rolling with, uh, sense. I also want to be like, hang on, before you tell them what happens, because I don't care about this, I want, I want Eve to be sitting in a rocking chair on the back of the caboose with its busted up banister. With Ethel helping Ethel spool yarn. Okay. And, like, not even hiding. Okay. I got a nine. On a nine, you get to ask uh, basically two questions about what you see out there. I'm going to just kind of give you what that you see because this is more uh, important. Is that um, as you guys are pulling out, you see the ticket-taking robots immediately turn around, and if a robot could look surprised, they do. (laughs) The people also look very surprised that this, uh, this thing is, uh, just suddenly pulling away, and they're hollering at it, uh, waving tickets that have yet to be punched. The next thing that you notice is what looks like a couple of, uh, clockwork birds that are kind of hovering and kind of go over like towards the uh, towards the train and then at some point turn around 
any other scenes you guys like to would like to do before that I'm gonna hit you with the uh, the, the session ender here. I think I'm in good shape. Uh, I think I'm good, other than forming a bond with the conductor and the engineer. Which one of you wants to form a bond? So I'll work on engineer is named. Uh, so the engineer's name is Frida. Okay. Um, she is. Uh, what, what is your bond with her? Frida trusts Eve to make sure she gets paid. Okay. Um, and to let you know, uh, she is the fast talker. I will give you those stats later. Now, did you also want to f- form a bond with the conductor, or does someone else want that? So, I have a thought. Okay. And that is that, um, Johan was the first person that ignored the conductor's slogans. And talked to the conductor like a person and not just a dispenser of various advertisements mm-hmm. for uh, Upperton Industries robots. And the conductor's not sure how to handle this. That's fair. Um, so my bond would be um, Johan treated the conductor like a person. Okay. Uh, yeah, um, but what if you phrase it as Johan recognized his humanity? <laughs> <laughs> you did recognize his need to breathe. It's and true. told him, not right now, buddy. <laughs> Why don't you I, take five? I'm taking this privilege away from you for now. <laughs> or, uh, Plink could, uh, go soothe the conductor, which might be a little more appropriate. I can't, actually. Plink can't get, uh, bonds with, uh... That's why uh, I was... Uh, my only bonds are with y'all. That's fair. Kit is the nursemaid. That's the first face that this poor conductor sees after they wake up. It's just Kit gnawing on their back, strolling down over them. Hey, you're awake. So you're finally awake. (laughs) Okay. So. I feel like like we can wait to form bonds with the conductor um, as it happens naturally. Yeah, that sounds good. So then... As you guys are going down the the train tracks, chugging along, you can see it would be impossible to miss the uh, dark cloud on the horizon as uh, that, that seems to be blotting out the sky. It, it's maybe like a day or so later, uh, but it's kind of blotting out the sky as this dark cloud is kind of coming. And you can, every now and again, you can kind of feel like a sudden, like, <sighs> like the ground kind of like rumbles a little bit. Almost like you were on a, tr- on, on, like, on train tracks and like the train is approaching, but you know, you're on the train. Why is the ground rumbling? And then you all can hear from up front, uh, Frida just goes, uh, guys, I think we got a bit of a bit of a problem up here. We got a little, a uh, little bit of a uh, little bit of one of them uh, tortoise and the hare situations up here. Uh, you might want to, I want to stick your heads out the window and take a look. Uh, Johan is is puffing on his pipe to relax after his stressful day, uh, and he is going to drop one of the windows, stick his head out, and look look back or forward. Uh, forward. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's going to stick his head out and look forward. Uh, you can see the massive form of a gigantic beast billowing dark smoke into the air. Is it a giant robot spider? Spoilers. As a giant robot spider <laughs> is coming all over the horizon towards you all. Will Smith is inexplicably on it. <laughs> it's about to get wild in here. Legally wild, distinct. <laughs> wild, wild fellowship. <laughs> 
Thank you all so much for taking the time to enjoy our show. If you enjoyed what you heard, why not give us a like, subscribe to the channel on your podcast app of choice, leave a comment, or even a review. It may be a small thing to you, but it helps us in the continued fight against the algorithm. You can follow us on Twitter at A Pair of Dice Lost, on Facebook at A Pair of Dice Lost Podcasting, and hey, if you like the old-fashioned email, why not send a question into, you guessed it, A Pair of Dice Lost at gmail.com. Our theme song for this campaign is Behind the Sword by Alexander Nakarada, copyright 2017 under a Creative Commons license. And for making it this far, I think you and me just had a moment. So let's form a bond so we can both roll with hope.